Player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 149 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? You tell me. Good. Are you good? Nah, I'm kind of tired. I uh, just got back from the beach, like literally hours ago. Um, poor me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I we went down to Florida for, what, four nights uh, with the baby our first real trip with her. Um, it was good. It was fun. It was an experience. It definitely... Uh, the drive was an experience, I assume. The drive mainly, yeah. But it's weird not being able to just be like, hey, I'm at the beach. I'm just going to do nothing yeah. all day. Like, no, you're still kind of... I mean, not kind of. <laughs> you are very much on the baby's schedule. And when the baby's done, you're done. And yeah. it's... It was different. I still loved it. It was great to just get away for a few days, but um, I'm back. I'm very, very tired, um, but I'm good. Good. Can't complain, I guess. Good. Um, I'm okay. I mean, I'm me. It's, I'm like, how how well, I've got a cold, if you couldn't tell by the sound of my voice. My voice. My voice. That's a nice shirt you got, Sean. Thanks. I like that. Uh, if y'all didn't know, this is the two-player co-op podcast where every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, you should hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends and family. We've been racking up some views these these last few podcasts. We have. Go us. Shout out to all y'all. We appreciate that. Um, part of me thinks that it's just because we launched a Patreon that it's like it gets more track. I, I don't know what it is. There, there's there's something. The timing was curious. Yeah. It does. I mean, they lined up perfectly, but yeah, not going to complain. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, you, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op. Just like our two player co-op producers, Steve Appleton and James Solar did, as well as our two player co-op affiliate at Lefty Logie himself, Logan Wilkinson. Logan, we love you, brother. Be strong. We love us some Logan. He's, I mean, not, he's the best. Relax. Nothing's wrong with him. No, right. nothing's wrong with him. But he's just, <laughs> he's, he's. I, th- I think some stuff's going on, or whatever. But Logan's for the, the best. best. And yeah, he's, he's awesome. Whether he's writing, podcasting, doing let's plays of horrible Crash Bandicoot, uh, Logan's the best. We've known Logan for over three years now. I think. Uh, I think it was like February yeah, of sixteen probably. when our infamous or my infamous review of uh, Gone Home went live. That's when he found us, and somehow he stuck around. He's been here ever <laughs> since. And Logan, we love you, brother. Seriously, um, you're the man. Also, speaking of Patreon, uh, our first ever bonus episode. I can't even believe we could again. Like, not to sell ourselves short, but it's just funny that we even. We've been over this. Yeah. Anyways. Nah, I hear you. Our our first ever bonus episode for $10 and above patrons went live last Friday. We went through our top 10 favorite consoles of all time. So if you want to get that, and again, it'll always be up there. You can always, if you pledge $10, 10 months from now, it'll be there and you can catch up on all the bonus episodes no matter what. Uh, but we went through our top 10 video game consoles of all time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it's something we've been wanting to do for a while and we finally broke it out for Patreon. Uh, if you like merch... 
Like I was gonna say, I meant to do this. I, I like that shirt. I need now. You did Sean do that. Sean has made earlier. me like I need a Firewatch shirt. Like I've been talking about getting a Firewatch shirt forever. But then I see Sean walk in with this. I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> I screwed up. But if you don't want to screw up, you can go to teespringcom stores slash two player co op if you would like to support us. We have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash two player underscore co op. Yeah, I got you. I got you, fam. Um, I don't even. We get smart shooters. Go find it on YouTube. I don't know if it's still. We we don't we don't not exist. We don't not we exist, but it's been. Every, it, we've all been super busy. Nick's out of the country now. Ernie is super busy. Ernie's over Ernie's always busy now. So we'll see. Um, and we did actually get a podcast question this week, and it comes from the homie James Solar, and he said, "Quote: Is Kevin ever going to watch?" Thor Ragnarok. The answer is I have not yet. Putting you on blast. And I will say y'all are starting to make me not want to watch this movie. I'm just I'm I'm going to be real. Like it's now I'm turning into Colin with this like, "Oh, everybody wants me to play Metal Gear Solid 5. Screw you. I'm going to play uh Mad Max instead. Mad Max Game of the Year. Shut up, Colin. You're an idiot. I love you. You're an idiot." Uh I'm just kidding around. I just don't have the time. We'll we'll get to why I, ha- I didn't watch it this past week because there's an old game that I've now officially hooked on. Uh, will I watch it? Yes. You will, will it be before Disney Plus? Probably not. At this point, because <laughs> I bought another game this week that was finally on sale that I can't wait to play once I beat this. I bought an old game that's well, two old games that are on sale. Once I beat this other old game, I'm probably going to play that until Link's Awakening comes out. I cannot wait to go back to that, and I cannot wait for Link's Awakening. Um, <laughs> I'll get to it, okay? Stop pressuring me, James Solar. Okay? Okay. Love you, brother. Uh, so Sean went to the beach. Yes. He survived. While Sean was at the beach... I burned my foot. Not on a foreman grill, just on the <laughs> sun. Uh, but it... Other than that, hey, if I can go to the beach for four days and just have a little sunburn on my foot. At least it's the top of the foot. If somehow you burn the bottom of your foot, you're I've, I've done. I've talked to Brittany about this. Is, Is this possible? possible? I laid on my stomach where the bottom of my feet were up. Obviously, I don't put sunscreen on They're the bottom of my foot. Stuff, so who knows? My feet are nice. I'm not saying... <laughs> I didn't mean it as an insult. I'm saying like, I think most... No, I know. But like, can you burn the bottom of your feet? I would think so. I mean... Maybe not like the the, the heel and the ball, but the middle. Right, the middle I think would burn like super easily. I would but think. I've never put sunscreen on, and I've spent plenty of time. But because you'd be slip sliding all over the place if you put sunscreen <laughs> well, on. But, your I've, feet. but I've never been burned on the bottom of my foot. How hard have you tried? I mean, I haven't tried to get burned. Now, but when like, I go when I go to the beach here in five weeks, I'm going to burn the bottom of my feet. Just lay on your stomach for like five hours with your bottoms of your feet up, and just see if they burn. I can do it. I won't. <laughs> but I could. I won't. Uh, but while Sean was at the I beach. I would if I could, but I can't. So I, so won't. I won't. Well, I could, but won't. Should, should but, but shorn't. Shorn't. <laughs> Kevin, what part of shorn't did you understand? <laughs> Shout out to the office. I've been, I've been watching, like again, I was saying a couple weeks ago, every time they put up new Seinfeld episodes on demand, I'm just watching them. It is, it's, it's like one in one a, it really is like Seinfeld doesn't make, we, we've talked about this a million times on here, but 
now that I'm going back and watching a lot of these old episodes, it doesn't make me laugh out loud, but it's like, I can't even put it into words that it's just like, yep. I, it because it's so it's a show about that's, nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, like let's you, say that like like you were saying, Seinfeld four, Seinfeld four. I, I can't really think of. I'm sure there are some. First one that pops into my head is poor Pinkus, poor little poor Pinkus, little and that's not even meant to be that funny. But like to me, it's one of the We've funniest things in Seinfeld. With us, yeah. And I watched the parking garage. That is. But see, that's a great, that's a classic episode. Oh, the the one I watch. So a lot of people, what? Sorry, what? Before I forget, what a lot of people complain about Seinfeld is that it wouldn't work now because of cell phones. I mean, he's one of the that episodes. Well, but one of the episodes I worked, I worked, I, I worked, I watched last night was the um, Jerry's trying to get back and forth between the two comedy clubs, and Elaine, George, and Kramer at this or at this uh, movie theater. Yeah. If you had a, if you had a phone, it's like just text. Hey, I'm on my way. Whatever, we're at the Paragon, not the Paradiso. Whatever it is, like. But that's that's a very specific case where cell phones would ruin the episode. Overall, I don't think it ruins Seinfeld, but I just had to say that. I just think when you think of the best Seinfeld episodes, I mean, the parking garage is obviously a very famous one. I could watch that right now, and without trying to stifle myself, I probably wouldn't laugh out loud right. once. It's just so it's just relatable. a good show. It's yeah. it's weird because it's a good. I mean, it's a great show, but it's almost just that. Yeah, it's more just being relatable. It's more just being well written and well done and everything, as opposed to being funny. But it's a sitcom, and it is funny. It's just not laugh out loud funny, and I don't know. It's just. Uh, I'm sure it's not a very popular opinion. To me, I put the office above it. It's a close no. I, second. I do put the office above it, but but they're they're right there. One of the things I've noticed going back and watching these episodes, I think the funniest parts are for me is where you know they're like seven or eight takes in, and they're like Jerry's not going to get through this, so let's just just we're keeping it, whatever. And you can see like Elaine is getting pissed at George or something, and you can see Jerry start to have that. Right, he gets that like half grin where he's like, "I'm trying to keep it in character," and it's just like you can tell he's about to break. That's what makes me like, "Oh my god!" And then, I mean, Kramer's Kramer. Kramer's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, but anyway. there's this one episode. Not to go way off on a tangent, but maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. It's right before like the end of a scene where whatever, and it changes. And it ends with, they're in Jerry's apartment. Jerry and Kramer are talking to each other. And Jerry says something. And Kramer says something back to the effect of, well, what do you, you know, These what are you going to do about it? Or something like, Jerry says something to Kramer. Like, there's something wrong with Kramer. Kramer has to, like, fix something. But Kramer's response is something to the effect of, like, well, yeah, that's a problem. What are we? What are you gonna do about it? And then it just, and then audience laughs, and they're just like staring at each other. And, and it just seems like they hold that shot like, for a little bit longer. And you see Jerry start to crack, and then before it like changes to the next scene, and they just leave on that shot for like what? I mean, 
it's not that long, but probably two or three extra seconds than it seems like they should have. Right. And you just see they're both just staring at each other. They're just like trying not to break. And then they find it's just little things like that are good. Kramer's obviously just ridiculous. I think George is maybe the funniest part. Just his just when he just I'm George Costanza. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's he's Larry David. Yeah. And once you get to know, not like I know Larry David, but once you like, and I've never really watched Curb, I need to, but just like the more I find out about Larry David, you're like, oh, he's, he's that's literally, that that's George Costanza. And it's just, yeah. that just made the show so much better for me. And I do need to watch Curb, but I just don't know where to. And I don't want to sign up for HBO again. And I don't know. I don't know. It's a great show. It's basically perfect. It is. I just think The Office is a tad, yeah, I think so. Uh, but other than Seinfeld, I also this weekend watched AEW All Out. And I do have to say, this is one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in recent memory. Probably going back to like WrestleMania 30, honestly. Like it was that good. Better than Double or Nothing. Yes, I think so. I think the, the stakes were higher. It, and if it would have... If we would have had Omega versus Moxley, it would have put it over the top. Like Omega and Pac. By the way, it's Pac. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I don't like that. Brandon Stroud was like, I thought it was P-O-C-K. I'm like, no. Yeah, me I've too. Always, I've been I thought it was Pac, Pac too. Uh, but it's Pac. Um, what is the significance of that? Like, why? where did Pac? I don't know if it stands for something. I don't know. He's the bastard Pac. So I'm like, yeah. the, it doesn't stand. I, I don't know. Just call him Neville. I, I, in my mind, he's still Neville. Yeah. That's his uh, real name, right? Or is that not? Uh, at this point, I can't even. Adrian Neville. Neville, yeah. Was that like a stage name, or I think it was. No, oh, well then, so maybe Pac. Is that like his initials? But again, X Paul Allen. Christopher. <laughs> but like X Pac. Right. So that's why I call him Pac. But anyways, like Pac Man. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> that's a good point. The only thing I will say: so there were eight matches. Six of them were bangers. The only two that kind of dragged was the best friends versus the Dark Order. It was just like, I heard this Dark Order is just kind of eh, like nobody cares. Is what Twitter seemed to say. Twitter was like, especially like WrestleView and some of these other sites were like, crap. And I, you, you could, I, I just went. Some of these sites, when I'm reading them, I'm like, okay, you just want anything that's not WWE to suck. You can tell the difference. Yeah, I thought the match was fine. I don't think Dark Order is that bad, but then, and I don't even know Orange Cassidy. I just know Orange Cassidy's a big deal. I like that dude. The lights go, where the frick, is he Ring of Honor? Where did he come from? I want to say, yeah. I've I've forgotten that he hasn't already been on AEW, honestly. I didn't realize, like, because I see all these clips of him online that I've now gotten to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen him in AEW, but I haven't. The lights go out when the Drew, when the Dark Order minions are taken, uh, Trent Beretta to the back. They come back on, and Orange Cassidy's sitting there in the ring. Everybody goes freaking nuts. And I was like, I know that guy. Who's that guy? And it was until Excalibur, whoever, said, oh, my God, it's Orange Cassidy. I was like, oh, okay. And he's got his hands in his pocket. And he's just like, I'm going to bounce off the ropes with my hands in my pockets. I'm going to do a suicide dive. Hands never leave my pockets. I check out the whole dark order. I get back in. We're three best friends that you ever could have, whatever. Uh, it was great. That that the match was okay. The women's match. That is one thing that I do think WWE does better right now than AEW is the women's matches. They don't have a Becky Lynch. They don't have a Charlotte. They don't have a Bailey. They don't have a Sasha at this point. They don't. I think the 
the little I've seen, I mean, it's not a very big sample size, but to me, I've been just as much, if not more entertained by the AEW women's matches, but it doesn't seem like, and WWE is not doing their women any favors lately. I think maybe with Sasha back, like, I think that'll help. The matches are usually, it's just booked so terribly. This match was just, this was like the, the crowd was dead. I didn't care. Every near fall, I was like, oh my God, I don't care who wins. Yeah. Obviously, Nyla Rose is going to win for many reasons. The, she's going to win the championship on the, the first uh, TNT show. It's obvious. But I'm like, just get this over. Because we still had Cody versus Spears, the yeah. lad, ladder match, and then the title match. I was like, this is the this is the proverbial the like pee break match. Yeah. But... Jimmy Havoc is insane. Joey Janela is insane. Alan Darby, you put those three. I mean, those three should. Did you just see wrestle. any gifs or anything from I this? I saw match? the barrel thing. I saw the. He looked flipping, like he was broken uh, in half. Sunset, uh, not what? Yeah, I guess yeah, sunset, sunset flip, flip thing over the, the ropes through the table. Did you see the staple gun? The staple gun. The uh, tax in the mouth, and then duct the tape skateboard. his mouth shut. The skate, the the ollie with skateboard with thumbtacks <laughs> onto his back. I was like, and again, rest of you was like, oh. Uh, this isn't wrestling. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you're just pro WWE, and I yeah. that's fine. But like, I don't want to see every match like that. That's why I never got into ECW that much back in the day. It was just too over the top. But if you got one out of eight matches is like that, okay, it's fine. Who cares? Well, it took a while until I actually saw a video and not just a GIF, GIF. of the barrel thing. Because <laughs> all the GIFs I saw, he literally just goes, smash I'm like what are, no what are you doing then i saw a video that started yes. a few seconds before and they're like oh there was somebody there and they moved and then yeah yeah it was just the way they framed it but that match was nuts as if that guy hadn't moved that right. the other dude would have been fine i mean he was dead either way but but like the cody and joey janelle or cody and sean spears match was great arn anderson could still do a spine buster better than anybody in the business the tag match was everything i wanted it to be it was about it went on at about 10 o'clock central i think and i by then i was like i'm getting tired but like daniel had gone to bed and jess and jordan went to bed i was like i'm watching by myself i don't even care what did daniel think he was like what is the the, the best reaction for him was when they did when the, the, the triple threat match with jimmy havoc and, and yeah. the, the craziness he was like what the wrong with these people i'm like <laughs> i don't know but i love it it's cracking there's barrels everywhere and there's layers uh but he he got into it a little bit but one of his best for one of one of their best friends in Chicago wanted to go to the show, but he couldn't get because it sold out in four minutes and tickets were right. ridiculous on the aftermarket, so he couldn't go. But he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so jealous! You're watching it." Uh, he had a good time, but he went to bed after Cody and Sean Spears. Um, the tag match was insane. Jericho Hangman was what I thought it would be, and I was if we would have done a prediction show, Jericho was my pick. Would you have? I know you wanted Hangman. I wanted away. Hangman, but it it just makes too much sense. If yeah, you're going into you your first go TV in. show, you got to put right. it on Jericho. Period. But the match was really good. It was funny when Jericho was like, "Jericho's in the best shape I've seen him in years." I was like, "That no. that boy is <laughs> thick." Like, I, I he can still go, but he he does can not. still go. But if he if he dropped twenty pounds, he'd be awesome. Yeah, you know. But like. I don't know the the match was really well done. The way he, I, 
It's like Brian Alvarez tweeted, only Chris Jericho could get a back elbow over as a finisher. And when I don't, he hit I don't it, like it, when he hit it, I, I was like, I don't like that move, but I was like, that's his finisher. I stood up out of my chair. I was like, oh my God, he's going to do it. And everybody in the crowd was like, oh my God, he hit the, the Judas effect. One. I was like, he did it. Like, I just, uh, I think it's stupid. It's stupid. But like the code breaker when Hangman jumped off the off the top rope, that was insane. There was some of these spots. That was the other thing. Some of these spots, especially uh, Pac and Omega, they kept jumping to the side where the barricade was like two feet from the ring. And it's just iron, steel, whatever barricade. And like, did you see when Pac did the moonsault and his, both his shins? No, I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Both his shins landed on the steel barricade. I'm like, you could tell he was actually hurt. Like his kick pads, you you can't you can't protect yourself from that. But overall, it was great. I'm the next pay per view is not till November. I'm so interested interested to see what actually happens when they go to TNT. I don't know who challenges Jericho. I guess it's Cody, but like, I almost think they should run it back with Hangman, but. There's like I was texting Sean off the air. I'm like, they are very heel heavy right now. There are no top the line baby face like Hangman just got beat. There's Cody. Well, what they could do is have on the first don't October don't on you October second have CM I know Punk show. Do. I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> I think it's over. I don't. I think it's over. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Like I tweeted after it went off the air. I was like, well, by the way, that was really annoying that. Jericho's sitting on the ramp holding up the title, and you can hear in the background, five, four, three, two, one. And, and as he says one, you get the little Chiron in the bottom right that says a copyright AEW. I'm like, well, you just, like, I know nothing happened and nothing was going to happen, but the fact that I can hear you counting down right, you off the microphone the, was yeah. like, what the hell? But, yeah, I'm done fancy booking punk. I'll pick him to win the Rumble. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was great. Sean. Yes. You're not going on blackout for episode nine. I'm not. What'd you think about this trailer? Um, exactly what I said to Logan. Yeah, it was Logan. It looks good. I mean it looks great. It should be great. Um you could make an argument. It's no matter what you think of well, I can't speak for everybody, but as Obviously big and iconic as Star Wars is and has been for over 40 years. This should be, I'm not saying I expect it to, but it should be, it should have been, yes, this should have been at bigger than Endgame and then some. Like this is ending, ending, not really, but you know, Star Wars. We've been building this for 40 years. Now, (laughs) it's basically in just like three little parts over those 40 years, but like, and I just don't feel that way about it. I think it's going to be good. I don't really care what happened. Nothing. You've already done the whole I'm your father thing. And it's like, I'm guessing Ray is going to end up being Luke's daughter. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. I've thought that since before I even saw episode seven. Like, I'm just expecting it. It may not happen, but I just can't think of anything that could happen. It just seems like. With Endgame, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Maybe not the specifics of certain characters' fates, but like you kind of knew that the good guys are going to win. And yet, I still couldn't wait to see it. And I just, just whatever. This, I have no clue what's going to happen. I assume it's going to end on a happy note. 
but maybe not. It can't just end like something has to happen. Other than uh what's his name? The bad guy. Um uh yeah, him. Kylo. Kylo, other than just Kylo <clears throat> maybe dying or like I just I'm not even invested. If he does right. die, I don't I'm even not care. Invested I'm like in any of these characters. I really don't care at this point what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it probably opening night. Yeah. But it's just because I almost feel like I kind of have to. Like I want to, but I if, hate- I, if I walk out of there and it's like, I feel like if I'm still talking about that movie 24 hours after I see it, I'd be shocked. I feel like I'll yeah. just see it. I'd be like, that was pretty cool. I wonder what episodes 10, 11, and 12 are going to be. Like, I don't know. I just can't. I don't know. I'm I not nearly as excited as I feel like I should be. I was way more excited for episode 8, and then episode 8 happened. Yeah. And After seven, I was feeling good. I'm like, okay, yeah. we have something here for this you new said, trilogy. Because when I go back on my old, on our old podcast, you're like, episode eight's going to be great. They can't screw it up. <laughs> it's Star Wars. And I was like, I agree, but don't forget the prequels. Now, I wasn't predicting episode eight to be what it was, which at a minimum is the most divisive Star Wars movie ever, even more than Solo. Well, here's kind of what I'm worried about. I and mean, this is just, I'm grasping at straws here. I'm not saying that they would plan it this way, but... Just to have balance in the universe. In the force. In the chronologically, the first trilogy, I'm guessing pretty much everybody agrees three, the last one was the best. No. A lot of people, there's, well, I don't know that a lot of people, I think everybody agrees episode two sucks. There are people that say one is clearly the best, and I think it goes. It's a terrible movie. It's got Darth Maul. It's got and that's it. Why'd you kill the fight scene? I listened to a three-hour podcast that Colin did with his brother about Phantom Menace, and both of them had better ideas of how to end that movie than like either Darth Maul kills Obi Wan, the beams go up, and he's like, "Peace out. I I can't beat you." Or, I mean, Qui-Gon, I can't beat you, Obi-Wan. I'm getting out of here. You save him for two. Save him for three, whatever. But, like, or once Obi-Wan falls in, he's hanging there instead of, like, him flipping up and doing all this crap and then cutting him in half. Peace out. I'm done. I'll, I'll fight you another day. Like, Jar Jar's everywhere. I, I hate episode one. I, I do think two is worse. I think it goes... I don't remember much about two. I feel like one is better just because of Darth Maul and that's yes. basically and it. And Duel of the Fates. <laughs> yeah, and and Liam Neeson. But like I, you and I are in the same boat. I think 3 is by far the most underrated Star Wars movie that there is. I, I think, think 3 it gets is a good. bad rap. That's what I'm saying. I think it's I think they ended than- it perfectly, but whatever. The last one of the first three is the best. The middle one of the second three is the best. And the first one of the last. I'm one. worried that 7, not that seven's a bad movie by any stretch it was of the just imagination. Safe and- I think it peaked with 7. Yeah. If nine is better than seven, I will consider that a huge win. And that's not to crap on seven at all. Seven is a very good movie. Being better than seven is nothing to poo-poo at. But I'm not expecting it to be better than seven. I'm expecting it to be better than eight. I mean, how could it not be? Like, I feel like just literally nothing happened in eight. 
Except they screwed everything up. You had the slow. Uh, <laughs> it's like two the grandmas. slowest car chase in space ever, where somebody's just trying not it's to like run out of gas. Two old ladies in wheelchairs. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. It's but when if, it's when the old people are chasing George and the rascals down the that's sidewalk. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what and it it's is. like. Okay, Luke's alive. He teaches Ray. And then he just but he's a disappears. He's a freaking punk. He sucks. He's drinking green milk and that, he's like, "Oh, they, thanks for my lightsaber. Throw it off the cliff." That's not Luke, right? And then there's Leia. Spoiler alert: I don't even care. It's two years old at this point. I'm dead. I get blown up. Perfect way to die. Even before we knew Carrie, th- this like Carrie Fisher is the queen. She's awesome. But you had like she took a freaking rocket to the face, like. To the windshield, blows up, and she's floating in space. And then it's like, more magic fingers. What the hell was that? What was that? And then Yoda's like, oh, nice to meet you, Master, Master Luke. A book. I'm dead. I'm a ghost, but I'm going to hit you in the head. I'm going to strike down lightning. I'm, I'm like, that like movie that movie. Sucks. And I the remember more I think thinking, about it, the more furious I get. Like, I'm going to watch it again before 9 comes out, but I'm going to hate watch it. Like, like 7 ended so well. Yes. And, like, everybody's just like, I cannot wait to see how 8 begins. And then you begin it with, like, slapstick humor of, Can like... Can you hear me now? And I, as soon as I saw that, I was like... I remembered the trailer when they were like, this isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go. And I was like... I don't think this is going to go the way I thought it was going to go. Like, this is... Can you hear me now? I don't even remember that. That's what Poe Dameron's talking to General Red... Red... Hux. Hux is his name. Huxtable. And he's like... Oh, God. He's like, oh, can you hear me now? He's like, hello? Hello, Mr. Poe Dameron? Can you hear me? Poe. Poe. And he's like, I don't know. Can, Can you hear me now? And I'm like... The rest of the stuff was cool with dropping the bombs. We've never seen anything like that. That was kind of cool. But the humor, right off the jump, yes. I was like, that, this is not right. I well, I, honestly, this. I forgot about that. I was more talking about, because I was thinking it started right off the bat with Ray and Luke. And him just wee, throwing the light. And just like, I'm like, oh, God. Like, this should have been so good and so epic. And you... And Mark you Hamill literally threw it away. Mark Hamill had he's been on record saying he had major issues with Luke's character. But I feel like Mark should have just been like, What the hell are we doing? This is Luke effing Skywalker. People have wanted to see me for almost forty years now. You teased me at the end of seven for like thirty seconds. And this is what you do. I finally get my lightsaber back and I go, Whoop! Now let me drink some green milk. <laughs> like, the more I think about that movie, the more I hate it. Like, it's like basically all that happened in eight of consequence is Ray learned how to use a lightsaber. Is the, that all that eight accomplished? Oh, and then she uses the force at the end and she moves the rocks or whatever. But like, we needed a whole two and a half hour movie to. The get only to redeeming there. Like, part of that movie is the the fight with the uh the royal guards yeah that is beautiful that is one of my well, favorite fight scenes ever there's something that will ruin it i don't know if you've seen it oh god there's a clip online and maybe it's something they've since edited out of the movie i don't know but it was something that somebody saw in the movie where one of the royal guards i think 
I want to, at least in the caption or whatever, it made it sound like Ray missed a cue or something. Was she like Bailey? Armbar! <laughs> and you see, no, like, arm drag. Royal Guard has her, like, dead to rice. And it's like, and she's, like, looking the other way. And he's like, meh, meh, And he just, like, stops as if she was supposed to turn and, like, block something. And she didn't. And he's just like, oh. And he just, like, stops midair when he could. And it's just like, ah. Uh, like, I agree. That's, like, probably they the best couldn't part even of the get movie. That right. and let me see if I can find it. There's a lot of people that are now. Do you know what the theory is with Ray? With the whole dark ray thing. Obviously, she's not going to the dark side. It's either... I, I still think it's just a vision. I, it's got to be. But what a lot of people are saying is there could be clones. Attack of the Clones. Really? There was something that was in the expanded universe about clones. Or no, it goes back to... Not KOTOR, but one of the uh, like the Xbox era uh, Star Wars games had clones involved. And a lot of people thought for a while they would clone Ray to try to... Th- trick people into thinking ray had gone to the dark side yeah by the way when i read oh she's got a dual lightsaber like darth maul's like that sounds awesome and then i see it in action and it's like hmm? Whoop. i'm like that, that looks <laughs> stupid it's like a it's like an old flip phone like it, it doesn't yeah. look cool at all uh, i'm not happy about this also i think spending half like the trailer was like two and a half minutes and you spend like a minute 15 focusing on all the other movies. That kind right. of makes me think you're not confident in all at all in this movie. Yeah. And I feel like they did that with episode three. I want to say that the like one of the trailers for that kind of focused on four, five, six, one, two, and then new yeah. stuff from three. But I, I could be making that up. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm going to keep looking. All right. But. Uh, we also found out that the Obi-Wan Disney Plus series does take place eight years after the end of episode three. So Luke is an eight-year-old kid. Okay. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh, one more trailer before we get into video game news. The final Joker trailer was released, and then randomly everybody started reviewing the movie, which caught a lot of people off guard. It's about an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. This trailer... This is one of those movies, kind of like Shazam, actually, that like I've done a complete 180 on. When they announced it, just like Shazam, I was like, why are you making this movie? Okay, Zachary Levi's good casting. Joaquin is Joaquin. He can do Joker, but why is this happening? We don't need a Joker movie. First trailer I really liked. This trailer completely sold me. A couple of quotes he has in it. All I have are negative feelings. And then he tells Robert De Niro, hey, uh, when you introduce me, call me Joker. Right then I was like... that. Yeah, that was awesome. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to do it. The Dark Knight Returns. They're going to do Dark Knight Returns. Like now, if they don't, I will be a little bit disappointed. Um, I've actually didn't want to read too many of the reviews because I don't want anything spoiled. But if they don't do the Dark Knight Returns late night talk show scene, then I don't know. <laughs> I am so in for this movie. Like Joaquin is going to kill it. They're, they're premiering it at all the film festivals all around the multiverse and all that. Like this went for me thinking this movie was a bad idea and not caring about it to being intrigued to being, Oh, this looks like it'd be good to now over the moon excited. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. Like, 
like I said, Rotten Tomatoes, 85, 86. There's not a lot of reviews yet, but it, clearly this is a very, very good movie. I, I can't wait for it. And I remember... I'll, you were even more down admit, on it than me, yeah. Yeah, when I first saw this, I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I don't really buy Joaquin. Like, Joaquin's one of those guys, he's almost like Tom Cruise now, that I find it hard to take him seriously. And like... Well, it's because he did that stupid... Document that mockumentary thing for like. Two I think that's years when it started with yeah. Casey Affleck. Yeah, but it's just he's. I can't. He's like Tom Cruise squared now. Like I just can't take him serious. Like when I look at Gladiator, like he was awesome in that. Yeah. And now it's like he's just he's kind of just weird now. But this looks unbelievable. This looks disturbingly good, and it yeah. looks to its credit, it looks enough not comic book movie to where it's going to get, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Like it's going to be, it's going to be going to get kind of like dark night where yes, it's going to be looked at as just a good movie, a great movie, hopefully as opposed to just a good comic book movie. Um, So this is what I found. This is not what I remembered, but it's probably it. So Royal guard guy has these two little, dagger lightsaber things and then he's basically got her dead to rights and could have and almost look like he, he goes did, just uh, stab her in uh, the back uh, but the uh, thing just it just disappears he just doesn't have he he's got two it. of them and he, then he just oh i don't have any more when his, i could have just stabbed her in the back he like, lost his kyber crystals like uh, come on i don't know it's that scene's still fantastic it, it it's great but that just kind of ruined it for me uh go back to joker though you know the guy when Joker's laughing and then the old white guy punches him? You know who that is? I remember when I saw it that he looked familiar. but No. I Do you know who the character oh, is? Oh, the character. Then I don't know. Thomas Wayne. Oh. I did now, see that somebody that Thomas is in this and Bruce is in it. Bruce, I think Bruce Alfred is the kid. Is we're, not, we're not getting no, Batman. Yeah, he's we're not getting Batman. That, that's for sure. But that's Thomas Wayne. And like... <laughs> like oh, it's gonna be so good and then you see his poor mom's like I don't know the, the one thing I don't know is who is the antagonist I have no that's what I'm trying it's to figure out it's not Robert what is, De Niro it is it just soci- I guess the antagonist is society is what I think they're going I, for but you need to have it may be Robert De Niro is the embodiment of that I don't know I don't know. I've been wondering about that. Like, what is the struggle? Like, it can't just be the the downfall, the whatever, the descent. downward spiral, yeah, yeah, descent into just whatever of Joker. Like, he's got to have somebody to play off of. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe this just totally flips the script, and I just don't see how you can have, unless it's, Thomas Wayne. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe he plays a bigger role other than just punching Joker in the face. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they do with that. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I almost think maybe you don't need it somehow. Well, I I did see an interview came out today with Joaquin that he went, that he said he went, quote, mad. Yeah. Losing all the weight for the role. Like, when you see him, that one shot when he's like this... It's just so freaking freaky looking, and he's so skinny, but oh, I cannot wait. I cannot freaking wait for this movie. Yeah. I'm way more excited for this than I am episode nine. Uh, Yeah. Which is completely messed up, but it is what it is. 
I cannot think of another movie that is confirmed happening. I mean, for me, it's the Batman, but we know nothing about that. Robert Pattinson's in this new movie no, with like I mean, tassels, and I'm like, Rasan loves to tweet, and I'm like, you, he's like, I mean, hashtag Batman. I'm more excited for Joker than I am of anything else that I know is coming. And that includes the Batman, because I'm not a believer in the Batman yet. Not that it's happening or not. No, I, I know. I do believe it's probably happening. I know. I just can't. I do think Robert Pattinson will be fine. I just, but we don't, I don't need know. fine. Yeah. I don't know. I have more confidence in Matt Reeves than I do Robert Pattinson. But because I have the confidence in Matt Reeves, then I should have confidence in Robert. Yeah. I've learned to just stop caring, overreacting to seemingly poor casting choices. Yeah. And it's all Batman. <laughs> because yes, it, it was, is every it single was, time. It's always around Batman. Is it like I don't even remember all the hate that Heath Ledger. Got, I remember. But, I remember. But like obviously, I didn't even see Batman Begins in theaters because I was like, Batman and Robin was the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. I'm never watching another Batman movie. I was like, Who's Christopher Nolan? I had seen Memento, but I was like, I hadn't seen the. Uh, actually, I think the Prestige came out after Begins. Yeah. But I had seen Memento, but I didn't know the name, and I was just like. Who's this Christian Bale? Like, I hadn't seen American Psycho. Like, it I, it was just, it didn't click for me. I had such a bad taste from Batman and Robin that I didn't care. And then I'm like, now this is the Joker. I had heard about the post-credits thing. Yeah. Or like, and it wasn't even post-credits. It was like the end. Of, yeah, yeah, the end of the movie. And I was like, Joker's coming. Cool, we get a new Joker. Heath Ledger. Or I was just like everybody else on the internet. Like, are you freaking kidding me? That's the Joker. And then. Clearly, I was wrong. Like I had this it was Heath Ledger, and then it was Affleck. Affleck, which I was wrong about. Gal Gadot, I was wrong about. See, I didn't have a problem with that. Then it was, I'm not saying in order, but then Pattinson. And for me, honestly, Joaquin. I didn't buy him as Joker. I'm just like, this is just so I weird. Did. I, I bought him. I didn't buy the idea of the movie because I think Joaquin is one of the best actors we have and have had for a long time. I didn't buy the idea of a Joker solo movie that I don't I, I was like I can't see it and the director's the guy from the hangover like this just it, it was more that I kind of thought like Joaquin will kill it the movie will suck it yeah. seems like hopefully I'm wrong yeah I'm just trying to think of outside of Batman or for you maybe just outside of DC like I can't think of a single Marvel casting that I was like what they haven't casted anyone wrong literally anybody but i'm saying even when yes it's turned out that way but there's never even been one that i was like oh i can't i see will well, so no, and so i will say so and so i think when chris evans got captain america it was oh he's that his was horrible he was in phone booth and then he was the the freaking the human torch and those crappy fantastic fan stick movies like i think he was the one robert downey jr i was like well, that's perfect huh. like he was made for that he's got major issues this is his comeback story that guy can definitely be Tony Stark. Yeah. But after, I didn't care about Tom it. Holland, maybe, but now he's like, Tom he, that's Holland, my Spider-Man. Know, but once I saw him, I was like, he's perfect. He's yeah. literally perfect. Yeah. <sighs> Sean. Yes. Have you been able to play anything this week? Uh, No. Even before I went to the beach, I was in OKC for work. I brought my switch to OKC. I brought my switch to the beach. Didn't touch it either time. Um, I literally haven't played anything. But I'm anxious to hear your thoughts. 
I played a game that Sean let me borrow last week, and the game is not Kingdom Hearts 3. I have already left that in my dust. <laughs> uh, I'll go back to it. But Sean let me borrow a game that I have wanted to play for nine years now, and I don't know why I never bought this game. We were talking about it off air, and it must have just been that's when I started having kids, and I was kind of slowing down on gaming and stuff, but... That game is for the PS3, and that game is 3D Dot Game Heroes. I still think the name is stupid. The name is awful. Just call it 3D Dot Heroes, or like game shouldn't be in there. I don't know, but if you're not familiar with this game, it is a love letter to Zelda One, I would say, and it's with all these little pixel-based voxel kind of graphics and stuff, and it's it is beautiful and the the big thing that the the one thing that always made me a little bit nervous back in the day was instead of having if you're if you've got full life instead of having a beam sword you have a giant freaking take up the whole screen sword depending on what sword you have and if you level it up and everything this game is everything i wanted it to be and more yeah i absolutely love this game uh, you start out the game in a dream sequence when you find out that the sword you have to get is in the sacred forest instead of the <laughs> lost woods. You go up there and you kill a couple guys and you get it. The king talks about how people are sick of 2D games. So I made everything go 3D. And it's like... It's I forgot a, how meta it was. It's such See, a commentary on games at that point. Um, At one point, somebody tells you it's dangerous to go alone. Please take this. And I'm like, I'm going to cry. I can't even take this. Uh... Do you remember that Navi is in this? No. You have a little fairy. It's like, he doesn't go, hey, listen. But he's just there and it's kind of, he's really just there like if when you walk into a new dungeon or you you talk to a sage or something like that. He kind of talks and, because you don't, it, it's again, it's just like Zelda. You don't talk right, at the all. the silent protagonist. Um, and I didn't realize you can change the camera in this. There's four different cameras. See, angles. I had forgotten that too yeah. when he told me. So there's like the... If you picture like Zelda 1 and you drop the camera about 60 degrees so you're looking at Link but it's still a little bit raised, that's the default. You can raise it up a little bit, which is the one that I did. You can raise it up again so it's almost top down. But for some reason, it just didn't feel right to me in this. And then the next one is just like, it's like zoomed in on you. Like, it's like if the camera was right here behind me. Uh, and that was like, no, I can't see anything. So I did, the the camera angle that I settled on, it seems like it's like, what a link between worlds HD is going to be is okay. Wait, what? What link between worlds? Sorry. (laughs) Link's awakening HD. You're like, wait, wait, did I miss something? Link between worlds HD is coming. (laughs) Uh, so there's six. So basically again, nine year old game. There's six sages in six dungeons that you have to rescue to get six orbs to bring light back to whatever. I don't even know who took over the world. It's just like, and it's called, it's called Dotnia because 3d because dot, of course. whatever. Yeah. Um, you have hearts instead of apples, or I mean, you have apples instead of hearts. If you fill up your life meter, like I said, that's what gets you the big sword. I looked up the wicket for the, cause I'm still using the ancient sword and I'm in three and a half dungeons in. And I'm like, where the hell are all these swords? And it, there's like 
15 different swords you can get. And one of them was like, after beat this temple, do this. After this temple, do this. Change, change in these small blocks to the king to get this sword. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I finally get the hook shot in the desert temple. And there's a cave a little bit to the west. You go in there, you hook shot, hook shot, beat this like Cyclops guy and a couple other guys. And then you go over there and you get the holy sword. So I did that. Um, there are parts of the dungeons in this that are a carbon copy of Zelda 1. Really? Do you remember? I know you do. But So the first dungeon of Zelda 1. Yes. When you go up and around, you go up here. Before you go over to the Aquamanus to fight him and stuff, you can go up and over to get to the uh, bow and arrow, I think it is. Yeah. And when you go up, there's like, it's the room where you go in and there's, it's kind of, it looks like a swastika or something, but it's with the water around it. And there's yeah, like yeah. the mummies and stuff. That room is in the first dungeon. Really? Yes. Like, or actually it might've been the second dungeon. I don't remember, but there are so many homages to Zelda one in this game that it is just like, this is everything I wanted it to be. I don't know yet. So there's six dungeons. I'm into the fourth dungeon now. I kept dying yesterday before our fantasy draft and I didn't have enough time to beat it. Um, the game isn't overly difficult, but I think it's a good difficulty. And I don't, one of the things I like is that if you die in a dungeon, you just start back at the beginning of the dungeon, which makes sense, except you start with full health. Now you don't get all um, your magic back. The only time I use magic is there's a power up you can get. That is the, it's a reflector thing. Okay. So if the whiz robes, you can't hit the whiz robes with your sword. You have to use this reflector magic to reflect their beams back at them to kill them. So it's like Zelda 2. I've blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> but like that's the only time I use it. And you, whenever you kill them, you, they drop green apples, which fills up your, your magic meter. So it's like you, okay. you never have to worry about magic. The bosses have been pretty good so far, the, the three that I've fought. Uh, the world is pretty big. Um I love this game. I'm, I'm going to see it through, and I'm going to beat it. Hopefully this next week, uh, life's, it, life is life. I'm going to be busy this next week, but I really want to beat this game. Like, this is... D- does anything that I'm saying jog your memory at all? Like, have you not played this since you first got it? Like I've eight, played through it one ago? time. Okay. I feel like I played it kind of late, but it wasn't that late. I'm trying to think of even where I was living when I played this. But you did beat it? I don't know that I beat it, okay. honestly. Um, I don't know why I wouldn't have, but I don't know. Because the way, even what you're describing, like I've already, I realize I've forgotten so much about this game that even if you beat it and told me what the ending was, or what the final boss was, you wouldn't even I probably wouldn't remember it, it anyway. So I don't remember beating it, but it also seems weird that I wouldn't have. So I don't know. But it is making me want to go back and play it. I think you're going to need to go back and play this. Like yeah. this is, it's so much fun. I will say it is so weird. Also to play this game, if you didn't see my tweet, I had to find my PS3 first, which I thought I knew where it was. And I looked around a little bit, then I finally found it. Uh, the power cable for my PS3 didn't work anymore. So I had to get my P luckily it has the same power cable as the PS4. It's backwards compatible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hooked that up. Uh, also I had to charge my DualShock 3 of course my DualShock 3 that controller sucks I yeah I don't like it 
just feels cheap. It's and so light it, and it just feels like a like a baby toy or something. It's horrible. As as good as the DualShock Four is, every controller that came before that, we didn't know it at the time because we didn't have the DualShock Four. Those other the one, two, and three, they suck. Like I get it why people loved the Xbox controllers back in the day. Other than the Duke, yeah. like I get it because those were not. I still like. I still say the the D pad on those controllers were great, but everything else, like, like the feel of it and the cheapness and whatever. Oh, it was just not good. Uh, the game crashed once or twice. It just ran. I'd be like, well, there's a bush. I'm going to see if there's any coins in there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Hold down the PlayStation button. Great. Nothing's happening. All right. Shut down the whole PlayStation. Boot it back up. Happened twice in a row. So I was like, I'm not going to hit that bush on that screen again. I'm going to get through that screen, save it, and keep going. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but uh, I'm glad I'm finally playing it. Again, it's a game I want to play for nine, almost ten years now, so I'm glad I'm playing through it, and it's it's not disappointing at all. That's good. I do want to play it now. You should. Sure. <laughs> 50-something minutes in, you want to get the news of the week. Yeah, it's about time. Telltale Games is kind of back from the dead. This comes from IGN. Telltale Games is being revived as a new company following the the purchase of all its assets, including the back catalog rights to licensed properties, The Wolf Among Us, and Batman by LCG Entertainment. As reported by Polygon, this new Telltale Games is being run by Jamie Adelie and Brian Waddle. Adderley was the founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which worked with such licensed properties as Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers, while Waddle had previously ran sales and marketing for the Havoc Game Engine. By the way, that was the other thing. When I actually found my PS3 and fired it up, I was so happy because I guess when my... If y'all been listening to us for a long time, a couple years ago, my PS3 died and I had to reset it and just clear it out and reboot it. Apparently at that time, I downloaded DuckTales Remastered. I didn't know that I did. I thought it was gone forever because I didn't go back and download it before it got delisted. I do have DuckTales Remastered. Don't die, PS3. I'm thinking I probably still have mine. I don't know why I would have deleted it. Yeah. So it's not like it's a big game that I would have needed to get rid of to free up space. So, Oddly confirmed, <laughs> quote, some workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future, end quote. In addition to The Wolf Among Us, which was scheduled to get a sequel, and Batman, the new Telltale, also has full rights to original Telltale games like Puzzle Agent. In addition, Adelie confirmed that, quote, there are some other expired licenses we are looking at. While Adelie said that, quote, it's possible the new Telltale will pick up some stories where they left off, unquote, they're still evaluating how they will handle each property going forward. There is no mention of the status of other previous Telltale games properties like Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardians and Minecraft. However, the Walking Dead license is now owned by Skybound, and Stranger Things rights have reverted back to Netflix. So those won't be making a return to Telltale Games. Blah, blah, blah. Some other stuff. So this is a weird one. Like when I saw this, I was so happy just because I saw Telltale Games, at least the name is getting revived, but it's being bought by two guys that had nothing to do with Telltale Games. They're saying... Yeah, people that used to work here can get hired as freelancers. And maybe down the road they can be full-timers. But hey, we've got Wolf Among Us and Batman. And just hearing Batman, of course, is enough for me to go, 
Yes, because I want to know what they would have done next. Like season three, I think would have. I think they would have done a trilogy. I think the, the way season two ended, three would have been the last. But also, then I'm seeing people tweeting. I'm like, yeah. Can you imagine if you're a Telltale employee, you got fired a year ago or whatever it was, your company's liquidated, and then it's like, oh hey, we're back, well, kind of. And if you want to work for us, you can. As a freelancer, you get no benefits or anything like that. Like, I'm so torn on this. Like, and I don't even know that anything will actually come of this. It may not. I don't think it will, but I would love to get Batman season three, but I don't know. I know you definitely soured on the Telltale games style. Yeah, it's nothing about it was that much fun to me. I'm like, I'd almost rather I can appreciate Batman season one for the story. I thought the story was good, but. The choices you make, they don't matter. Like, yeah. maybe they change. Do you end up with Harvey Dent or do you end up with Two-Face? Yeah. But he does the same things regardless. Like, yeah, exactly. No matter what options you choose, nothing. I'm guessing season two is the same. Yeah. I mean, not that you try it. You can't try every possible From what thing, I've heard, like, Well, there are things that, but you, you still get to the same end point. Right. So, uh, it's not really choose your own adventure. It's choose your own. Just how do you want to answer this question? Okay, well, this is going to happen regardless, whatever. Um, the first game was just so buggy for me that I just kind of yeah. lost interest. I don't know. I'm happy for people that are happy for this. I don't really care, and I kind of like you said, I don't know that we'll ever see any of these titles again. Yeah. Anyway, this just seems so <laughs> weird to me, and uh, I don't know. Something's not adding up. I almost think they reformed this hoping that someone will want to buy The Wolf Among Us and Batman. Right. It almost seems like they're just trying to do it as like a business deal more yeah. than actually to revive anything. Yeah, my thoughts are I don't think we ever actually get another Telltale Games game, which uh, Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Lots of Shovel Knight news were announced this past week. Sean, this comes from IGN. Yacht Club Games has announced Shovel Knight Dig, a brand new game and adventure for the titular character from 2014's Shovel Knight. That's how long they've been working on wow. all these uh, Kickstarter things. And has also revealed more details on King of Cards, Showdown, Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, and King Knight Amigo. Amiibo. Amigo. <laughs> and new features headed to Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Announced by Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games, <laughs> Shovel Knight Dig is also being worked on by Nitrome and has been in development for over a year, although it has, quote, quite a ways still to go. Following Drill Knight and his, quote, dastardly digging crew blasting apart Shovel Knight's peaceful campsite, end quote, wow, wow, and wow, <laughs> and stealing his loot, Shovel Knight grabs his shovel blade and begins chasing after them. Players will, quote, jump. Slash and dig their way down an ever-changing chasm of mystery in Shovel Knight Dig. Shovel Knight Dig features glorious high-color pixel graphics and sound and fluid animation, scaling, rotation, and parallax. Now, that's a throwback right there is parallax. Which makes this adventure feel a lot more like a SNES game as opposed to the original NES style. While Shovel Knight Dig's levels have been, quote, meticulously crafted, each adventure will be different as they are, quote, stitched together using proprietary generation techniques for infinite replayability. As players dig deeper with the shovel drop and speed shovel, they will gather wealth, which can be used to upgrade Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight Dig will also feature new characters and enemies, including the aforementioned Drill Knight and the brand new Spore Knight. 
While no release date has been announced, attendees at PAX West are able to try out a new demo on Spore Night Stage, The Mushroom Mines, that will be playable on the Switch. In addition to Shovel Knight Dig, Yacht Club Games gave further updates on King of Cards, Showdown Amiibo, and much more. The Amiibo 3 pack featuring Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, and King Knight will be available in December 2019, and each unlock new customs in Shovel Knight, Boomtech, in Shovel Knight. Boomtech, Plague Knight, Lick, Lich, Lick, Lord, <laughs> Spectre Knight, and Ultimate Supreme King Knight. The Amiibo will also make the costumes available in Showdown. That's the the Smash Bros. thing. And will unlock new platforming challenges within each game's challenge mode. Lastly, the Amiibo will also unlock a fairy friend that will follow their player throughout their adventures. As far as other new features, Shovel of Hope, Shovel Knight's main campaign, will add a third option for character character pronouns, allowing them to choose they or them if they so choose. I don't get I don't get it. I don't why are you not a he or a she or a they or them? I don't this is not be being stupid. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's if you're neither he nor she and you just want to be called oh, they or okay. them. All right, yes. I get it. Players will be able to earn Shovel of Hope feats while playing co-op. Plague of Shadows now has an alchemy quick select option. Inspector of Torment will gain five all new platforming challenges. Blah blah. Lastly, the King of Cards campaign is, quote, completed and coming soon, although no further release date was given. A physical Xbox version of Shovel Knight Treasure Trove has been announced alongside PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, releasing in December. So we got a lot of Shovel Knight news here. Uh, I've heard, I've seen some people reporting that the King of Cards campaign and the Smash Brothers showdown thing are out in December. But I haven't seen Yacht Cub yacht club (laughs) say that yet they've just said that the new treasure trove physical release is coming out in december i can't imagine king well but actually my god we're in september yeah i guess it could be december at this point yeah uh king knight now that i've finally seen how it plays did you watch the trailer at all yeah what do you think it's different it's gonna be better than well, okay. Yeah. What was the one? Plague of Shadows. Plague. Will it be better than Spectre? Probably not, but I don't know. It could be. Um, Dig looks beautiful. You can tell they find this is what we want. We wanted sixteen bit Shovel Knight, and that's, I don't know yeah. that I wanted it in this right package though. Is this what I don't like? This is not still part of Kickstarter, right? No, this is a new game, yeah. Why in the name of God what just do Shovel Knight 2? I know. This the formula's there. You nailed it with Shovel Knight 1. You got the graphics, the engine, whatever you want to call it for Shovel Knight Dig. Just give us Shovel Knight 2. A side scrolling thing, not like a you finally, oh, you almost finished everything that you promised with the Kickstarter. We can move on from Shovel Knight. Give a Shovel Knight 2. I'm hoping maybe this dig is not really a full game and it almost serves as like a prequel or preamble or a tech demo or something of Shovel Knight 2. Yeah. Um, Showdown, I don't know. I just, it's not, I don't. I think I it'll be fun ca- for a Let's Play. Yes, exactly. And that's, and that's about it. We'll, we'll both get it for free because we've got the treasure trove. So we'll, we'll do a Let's Play and whatever. But it seems like it's based around 
collecting the gems. It's almost like collecting your final smash thing, bouncing around right. and smash. But it just, it, it seems like it's whoever gets the most gems. It seems like knocking people off the stage doesn't even matter. It's just by getting yeah. the gems. King Knight's campaign, I worry about it because it seems like it's very much like, I don't even know how to say this, but like dash focused. Like you jump and you dash into enemies and then you... It's still, like you were saying, it's not like the stupid Plague Knight where you're just dropping bombs on everybody, and it's just... I, I don't think I'll know until I actually play it, Yeah. but I can't see it being better than... It won't be better than Shovel Knight. I can't no. see it being better than Spectre Torment. I'd be shocked. Shovel Knight Dig, if this was at least... this game, I'm not saying this game won't be fun. I just want Shovel Knight 2. This yeah. game may end up being fun. I don't what, know. What but. worries me is this, all this procedurally generated... Talk. I like, don't understand. I don't want to roguelike. I don't like, want that. Just make a game. Build the game you want to make. I will never understand procedurally generated. Like who cares if you're going down and you play through <sighs> once and the course goes like this, mm-hmm. 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 and then you can play again. But instead, this time it goes like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Is that really adding that much fun and enjoyment to this? Like no. I don't understand. If you want to make a procedurally generated fine but my god i hope that doesn't require a whole lot of extra work no to i do almost that. think what what i almost think and i need to research this more so if i'm wrong don't berate me in the comments i almost think it's easier to make procedurally you almost generated. just create like an ai almost, and it just, and it's just sit, like you you create all these different rooms and it stitches them together in different patterns yeah i don't know i, I just don't get the appeal I'm, I'm, if it's it, easier on the creators, sure. I don't think it cheapens the game. I don't yeah. think it makes it any worse by any means. But like to tout that as like this big, ooh, yeah. infinite replay value because a room may be in a different order than last time. Like who cares? I, I, I just don't get it. I will say it looks absolutely beautiful. Yes. If this is our hint. That's what looks, I wanted Shovel Knight 2 right. to look like. So I'm holding the, out hope they're introducing new characters yep. like it seems like there's more to this yeah this could be a prequel the the one thing that's funny is when you think of it's funny how the sprites shrunk well at least shovel knights from shovel knight one to shovel knight dig he shrunk by like it's like maybe 25 percent or something like, yeah he's fatter they, or something yeah it's weird it seems like in the the old times the olden times if when you went from eight to 16 bit like Think of Metroid. Like Samus was huge on the screen. Mario stayed about the same. Simon Belmont was freaking huge in yeah. Castlevania Four. Like a lot of those games, the sprites got bigger. This game, they got smaller. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't say one way is better or not. It's just interesting to me. But I don't know. I'll. <laughs> I don't know. It won't be out till next year, at least. Anyways, right. at this point. But yeah, I mean, it's trouble. If it gets good reviews, we'll see. As long as it's not Kings of Hyrule. Then, okay. Right. And the last item on the news list here, Disney Classic Games Aladdin and the Lion King is coming out this October. This leaked at the GameStop Managers Conference or something, uh, and then it was confirmed. You have instant save states. So you can just hit, like, L2 to save. You have a rewind button. Let's go back 15 seconds. There's also watch mode, which essentially you can watch the AI play through the game, and then you can kind of, like, stay to you. You can just push X, and you jump in, like, right before he kills Jafar to beat the game, and then you you think you, quote-unquote, beat the game. <laughs> when you were talking about it, clearly you were talking about Aladdin, and I was picturing Lion King, and then you said right before he kills <laughs> Jafar, Jafar, and you're like, like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> what is this crossover? 
Uh, also, the final cut of Aladdin is included. Is included. I don't really understand what this actually is. I'm not sure. Uh, also, the trade show demo from 1993 you can play in this collection, which is kind of cool. Uh, this will be twenty nine ninety nine. Like I said, out in October, Aladdin. You get the Genesis, Game Boy, and Super Game Boy versions of it. I didn't even know this game came out on Game Boy. Me neither. Lion King. You get the SNES, Genesis, Game Boy, and Super Game Bay, Game Game Bay <laughs> Game Boy version. So you do not get the SNES version of Aladdin. And if you go back to youtube.com slash two-player-co-op versus episode Aladdin SNES versus Genesis, you'll know why. No, but the real reason, real, real, the real, <laughs> the real reason, reason, the real reason is all these other games were made by Virgin and the Aladdin game on SNES was made by Capcom. Yes. Now you are stoked for this. You, you tweeted me immediately and said, hashtag let's play. Do you forget? Cause I just watched. So the completionist Gerard just did. A completionist episode on the Lion King. Yep, I forgot how difficult that game is. Watching him, remember you got to you're, you're riding the ostrich, you got to duck, jump, and do all this other stuff. Yeah, I don't remember it being that bad. I didn't either, but watching him, I was like, I suck at video games. I do remember that level being the stampede like was bouncing, yeah. bouncing. Yeah. The monkeys flip you all over the place. Yeah, and you stuff. do something yep. that changes which way the monkeys yes. are throwing you yep. or something. I don't remember it being that bad. I remember loving that game, and maybe it's just because I love it. Was Lion beautiful King in the general. Music was perfect, yeah. Um, yeah, that was not that far off. When I think of like, maybe not so much as baby Simba, but when you're like adult Simba, that's right up there with Aladdin in terms of just beautiful. Like the animation, I just remember Even looking so Genesis, fluid yeah. and smooth. And yeah. I can't wait for this. I'm I'm pretty stoked for this. I'm excited. I'm excited. You'll probably see a Let's Play here soon. Yes. Well, I mean, not soon. Well, next month. Eventually. Oh, my God. We are two and a half weeks away from Link's Awakening. That is correct. Oh, that, I didn't say that earlier. What The game I bought, the Hitman <laughs> HD collection finally dropped in price from $60 to $23.99. And yes, I picked that joker up. Uh, once I beat 3D Dot Heroes, I'm going to play me some Blood Money on PS4. I cannot wait. The Platinum looks doable. I think I'm going to have to go for the Platinum. I'm not saying I'm going to get it before Link's Awakening, but I think I can beat that game, all the missions, blah, 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 and Silent Assassin ranking. Once I get the hang of it again, like I put probably 50, 60 hours in that game on PS2. Really? Like I was a master at it back in the day. Now, it'll take me a while to get my feet wet again, but I'm so excited that I got that. Absolution will be fun to go back and play it. Uh, I've still got it on my PS3, but I don't want to play my PS3 like that controller sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the game I'm looking forward to playing uh, after I beat uh, 3D Die Heroes. And now the wrap-up. PS Plus games were announced for September. Arkham Knight and Darksiders 3. Man. Wow. I'm... When uh, Darksiders was on PS Plus, you yeah, tried it. Been like I a never year tried or so it. ago. Yeah. It just seemed very blah to me, and maybe I didn't give it enough time. But it reminded me of like PS2, not graphics wise, but like Maximo, just like run around and like I expected it to be more like Zelda like, I guess. And this yeah. just seemed like run around and just <laughs> and it just I don't know. It didn't really. <clears throat> Now, to be fair, I only played it for like 20 minutes, yeah. but it didn't hook me, and that was that. But I'll try three also, and maybe it'll it'll do it for me. Are you going to do it? You borrowed I'm going to download mine. it, okay. but I just don't know. 
the the what what's so frustrating is that like the gameplay and the story are so freaking good yeah. except for when you're in that mother effing tank yeah. like I'll probably I'm definitely going to try it. If you put 3 to 4 hours in to where you get to the twist in the story which you've probably already forgotten about so I'm not yeah. going to say it. If you get to that point you're going to go what the hell? How is, how is this happening? What is it? And you might, it'll hook you for another four to five hours. And then it's like, once you get to the back, nah, it's in. like, okay, screw this. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'll definitely, I'm going to download it for sure. James Solar will tweet you once this episode posts. And tell like, me how good the game is. You gotta play. <laughs> it's the best Batman game ever. I love you, James. Uh, games with gold for announced were announced for September as well. The Xbox gets Hitman Season One. We were here, and the Xbox 360 gets Earth Defense 2025 and Tekken Tag Tournament Two. PlayStation gets a win. Ding! I would give it to PlayStation. I could see an argument, maybe, but to me, yeah, PlayStation wins. Yeah, I mean, it's it, Arkham Knight. You could say Darksiders 3 without having played it, and Hitman Season 1 are on the same level. Arkham Knight, as well as... It, 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 like, it's still better than the rest of that crap. I think so, yes. But I could see people making an argument for yeah. Xbox. But yeah, I think PlayStation wins it. Project Resistance was... Uh, there's a reveal coming September 9th at Tokyo Game Show. It's a new Resident Evil project. It looks like it's four-player co-op kind of a game. I was going back and forth with with Nick and Ernie and Melody on this. I don't know, man. I get... Yeah. Did you ever play Outbreak like they were talking about? No. I never played it. I heard the uh, Umbrella Core was one of the worst games ever made that came out in 2016. It's like... I, I'm an old school guy. I don't... Like, Shovel Knight. Give me Shovel Knight too. I don't need all these spin-offs. Yeah, give the, us Resident the, Evil 8. The King Quest. Yeah, and, right. What, like, I get that. You were... Yeah. Your hands were tied. You had to do that. But, like, I don't want Shovel Knight Dig. I want Shovel Knight 2. Dose. I don't want whatever this is going to be. I want Resident Evil 8. And I want it to be like Resident Evil 7. Like, I think we're getting it. I think it's... They need to give me give me a new core Resident Evil game. Next time, yep. give me a remake. Next time, give me the next... Res- like... I don't I don't I just don't care about these spin-offs. Like I think it's And if you want to do this and it's like a different studio and it doesn't affect your schedule. Exactly. That's what knock, I think. Knock this yourself is. out. I don't care. But this better not delay Resident Evil 8. No, I think this is a side project that Capcom's just publishing. They're not developing. I think it's gonna go every two years. Like we got twenty seventeen was seven, twenty nineteen was two, twenty twenty one's gonna be eight, twenty twenty three. If I get my way, it'll be remake but it'll probably be it's probably more likely that it's three make but I would rather have it be four I just think that game is so close to perfect already if you just nice fresh coat of paint and you get the controls from two remake then four is perfect perfect I would like a Code Veronica remake I have no experience with that that game it doesn't get a lot of love I think that game is Awesome. No, I think it does. I think from the from the spin-offs. <laughs> I think it gets I think a lot of people like that. And then is Ver, there's pro, uh there's Veronica Code Veronica, X. Code Veronica X. Okay. X is what came out on the PlayStation Okay. 2. Veronica was on the Dreamcast. Almost a uh, okay. Dream Quest. Um I don't know what the difference is. 
I know X. There were issues with Code Veronica, and I don't remember what they were. And Code Veronica X fixed those. Okay, but I couldn't. I can't remember what the issues were. But yeah, X was definitely better, and X, that's the one I played. X gave it to you. X gave it to me. Yakuza Seven was revealed, and for some reason, it's now a turn-based battle system. Can you imagine if GTA 6 comes out and it's like (laughs) menu-based? Can you imagine that? I don't know. People are not happy. They said, oh, if this doesn't sell well, we'll look at going back to the old formula for Yakuza 8. Well, you're going to go back to the old formula. I don't understand this at all. I've never played Yakuza. I haven't gotten into it, but yeah, what what are you doing? What the hell is wrong with you? Mario Kart Tour is releasing September 25th. I have pre-ordered it for free on my iPhone. Spider-Man has a game of the year. It's out now for $39.99. It includes all the DLC and all that fun stuff. If you've somehow still not played this game. Buy the game. What are you doing? I saw God of War was on sale on Newegg this past week for $12.50. I'm like, what? buy the game. Yeah. Mega Man Zero slash ZX Collection is out in January. $29.99 coming out on PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. You get Mega Man Zero 1 through 4, Mega Man ZX, and ZX Advent. Sean, I have never touched Mega Man Zero. Have you? No. He's got a sword? I. Uh, th- yeah, I have no idea. I don't get it. Some people are stoked, but I think a lot of people are kind of like me, and they're like, these were games <laughs> like I knew zero was in Mega Man X. I didn't know he ever got his own game. So I don't know. And also death stranding will have a first person view, but it is not a first person shooter. Thank you. Hideo. I don't know. Sean. Did you know that it's time for the did you know section of the podcast? Yep. That is correct. Let's see here. What can I give you? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mario, Metal Gear, Wario, and television. Kitty got wet. Give me Wario. I'm intrigued. Sean, did you know that Mario and Wario knew each other as kids? (laughs) I did not know that. According to a Nintendo documentary, Wario is Mario's childhood friend who grew up with him and has the same plumbing skills. I've never known that Wario was a plumber. Like Wario, Wario, and Luigi Wario. Like oh, are they the Wario by the brothers? Way, that was another thing I didn't write it down. The Mario, Mario, Luigi Mario thing is not canon. They don't have last names. the The Mario, really? Mario thing was either the I think it was the Super Show that made that up, right? Uh, yeah, it's not canon. Oh. I saw that and I was like, I thought it was Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. I've just yeah. I so all we know are their that. in canon. All we know are their first names, Mario and Luigi. I would have thought Wario was like created in a lab to be like the anti Mario. <laughs> like what the hell's Waluigi? <laughs> I assume Waluigi is Wario's. Well, I don't know. He's Wario Luigi's, is Mario's friend. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, they knew each other as kids apparently. Interesting. And they trained at this trained. They trained at the same plumbing school. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, for episode one hundred and forty nine. Thank you guys so much for being here. The next episode is one hundred and fifty. Stay tuned. 
It'll be fun. We'll figure something we'll out. We'll figure it do. out before the next time. You can find us at nerd901.com. So go over there for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. They are connecting nerds around the Mid-South and the rest of the multiverse. Also, make sure you go over to youtube.com slash fear. Check out our brother from our other mother, Mer- Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. Ernie. He's over 35,000 subs. Like I said, he's kicking ass over there. Uh, go check him out. Obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. Again, like I said earlier, you can go to Patreon.com slash two-player co-op to pledge your support for the brothers here at two-player co-op. We have a Twitch page at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. YouTube.com slash two-player co-op is where you should go to get all the fun things. We're going to get back to doing Let's Plays. Life has just been crazy here for the last month or so. We had a lot of fun doing Mario Mondays. I know Sean got I think we him. have one more episode in us. Oh, God. I'm, the, the hero time makes me nervous. <laughs> it's really, it's not that bad. Is it but fun? I, I think it's fun. Oh, great. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I still want to make. I want to make before we do this again. I'm just going to put it out there so I have to do it. I want to finally go ahead and make. It's all pipes. <laughs> you should. And I've got an idea for how to do it, but I need to do that. So we'll we'll probably end Mario Maker at least. But I also thought we can just hook up to the internet out here if we move in there and we can just do speed run. It was fun. It'd be fun just go through some speed run levels and cut it down and. Yeah, we don't need to keep making our own each levels. other's levels. Yeah. Uh, if you like audio, and I know Sean does, I love audio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse. We have a Facebook page. We don't update, so don't worry about that. We're down to one view instead of five. It was three, and then it was five. Now it's one. Y'all are slacking. Yeah. Check Go to out. our page that we never updated, facebook.com slash two-player co-op gaming. Gosh. Idiot. We'll probably get like 10 next week. Eat your freaking dinner. Tina Ham. <laughs> Tina Ham. That's it for 149. Come on back for next week for 150. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>